1990, the internet as we know it was created. An invention of infinite possibilities and unknown potential. There are now over 2 billion websites currently in existence. A wealth of information, functionality, and social media. However, if you dig deeper, there lies more beneath the surface. The strange, bizarre, and dark corners of the net. Welcome to the Weird Wide Web. Welcome to the Weird Wide Web. I'm Yale. I'm joined by Nile on our inaugural episode of our podcast. Woo! About the internet and its strangeness. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> really tied a bow on that one. God, be cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I love weird things on the internet. And I love showing you because I think they're cool, weird, or just to make you feel uncomfortable, really, honestly. Yeah, your search history has scared me multiple times. (laughs) Well, you know, (laughs) incognito mode. Uh, Today, on our first episode, we are going to talk about the time cube. Uh, time cube. (laughs) Oh, copyright. (laughs) Um... I I love conspiracy theories. Like they're great. And the internet has done the most to just propel every insane conspiracy theory to like a lot of people. It's yeah, great. Except Davey was right and Mr. Mackey ended up being the Cape May Slayer. So proof. <laughs> Everybody's getting that summer of '84 reference. Yeah. <laughs> Was that streaming on uh, Roku or <laughs> strictly for Boost Mobile customers? <laughs> um. Yeah. So Time Cube, it, it, it's uh, it, it's always listed as like one of those sites. Uh, it's like oh, weird sites on the internet because the formatting of it is just like absolutely fucking insane. Uh, the way that this guy promoted it, like the the theory itself, I mean, is also insane. But it's like it didn't get any traction other than just like how it was presented and stuff like that. And it's it's a fucking wild, wild ride. Oh, <laughs> well, also, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead here. Yeah, but a little, a little teaser. Last time you tried to show me, it was no longer there. Oh yeah, the site was taken down. I I am much more prepared. Also, this is our first episode. I don't know when I should this. <laughs> I definitely didn't show this to you before. Oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Uh, Keep the illusion alive. Oh yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> Wait, maybe that's part of the time cube. Whoa! Whoa! All right, let's get in to time cube and what it is. In 1997, Dr. Gene Ray released TimeCube.com on the world a website showcasing his theory of everything that he titles Nature's Harmonic Simultaneous Four-Day Time Cube. Since the original site is no longer exists, we can use the Wayback Machine to start a journey through the madness of Time Cube, starting with the first archive appearance in 1998. Visitors of the site are greeted with a single page filled with multiple blocks of text, all different in font, color, and size. Accompanying the bizarre and confusing ramblings on the page are a series of Xeroxed images depicting graphs to help shed light on the proposed theories. 
although their effectiveness is, is questionable at best. They're very confusing. I'm still just trying to spell Xerox in my head. <laughs> not, not that hard. Not that hard. <laughs> um, so uh, I just want to give you, I'm going to give you this first uh, impression, this first archive post of TimeCube. And we're just going to have you read So this is it. 1998. This is 1998. This is the first archive. Oh, um, I'm set. in the Wayback Machine. <laughs> yeah, we There's could. burgers everywhere. <laughs> All right. So give us a little read of this first site. This is like the the simplest form of this site. It gets so long and convoluted. Oh, I'm already seeing. So the background is a uh, graph. What, what it's do you like call graph that? paper with like warped lines. Yeah. All right. Uh, so give us a little read here. All right. Earth has four simultaneous days capitalized within only one rotation. Losing three days in each Earth rotation has retarded your mentality to stupid and an education of evil. You do not have the mind or education to envision nature's time cube. First of our images here, this little... Uh, well, it's an equator, and then it's three equators, but then it's four corners. Well, the first one was clearly drawn by Kyrie Irving. It's just uh, one equator, flat Earth. Second one is three equators, four corners, mm -hmm. and then two equators, which it seems a little out of order right now. It seems like you want to build up, but you've gone in the wrong direction there. You got a little mixed up. This is... Maybe he should... Go back to education of evil school. Well, they're evil. <laughs> oh, roasted. What was his name again? <laughs> Dr. Gene Ray. What? Uh, that's fake. So, three equator, four corner Earth time rotates 96 hours as a simultaneous four-day cube. Yeah, okay. Math is adding up there. We're good. Oh, oh we're going to get into his math. Don't worry. Oh, Jesus. Uh, you were taught that the Earth has only one equator, as if the Earth was flat. You were taught ignorance. Creation has two sex poles. Ah, nice. And four corner races of humans. Oh, this is strictly... Oh, this is already going down Mein Kampf. Oh, yeah. Uh, God is cornered as a queer. What? <laughs> then he signs it with my favorite thing, Gene Ray cubic cube is that is that what he considers himself yeah he's a he's a cubic god what a fucking square <laughs> well yeah nice. you like that one? <laughs> okay i mean he would take that as a compliment is he kind of is he still alive uh no he's not i think he passed away in 2014 or 2013 i think or 2015 2015 he passed away at 87 oh so yeah I mean, I don't want to say anything good about him because you just shit on him two minutes ago, but... Oh, no, you shouldn't. This guy is, like, super fucking racist. I mean, he just called God queer, so... He go <laughs> I, I, well, I hey, he cornered him. He cornered him. He cornered, he cornered him. God. He cornered God. Oh, God. Because... Oh, God. Time is cubic. <laughs> <laughs> because time is... That's, you know, that's how you can corner him because time it's is cubic. cubic. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Okay, right. is, now things are starting to add up. I, I, is, is the theory kind of making sense to you so far? Uh, no. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll keep going. If Earth stood still, it would have midday, midnight, sun up, and sun down as four corners. 
Each rotation of Earth has four middays, four midnights, four sunups, and four sundowns. So the 16 space times demonstrates cube proof of four full days simultaneously on Earth within one rotation. The Academia created one day. Greenwich time is bastardly queer and dooms future youth and nature to a hell. So so this is 98, right? This is 98, yeah. So is he using queer in the older sense of the word? Like not as a derogatory term and more as like a like it's just it's off we- and strange. Yeah. I don't believe so. I don't either, but I'm trying to give, give this guy give, the give him every of the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into more about like who he was and where he's from and stuff like that. Man, I, I've I've poured over this because it doesn't make any sense. Um, it's so fucking confusing, like what this this theory truly is. But <laughs> we got ourselves. Well, first of all, Gene Ray Cubic signed it off again. Got ourselves another uh, diagram here. Oh. I, I think it clears it up for you, right? Yeah, it's four There's squares. There's four simultaneous days going on. They each say day. Uh, it's adding up. It looks like, um, what were those little like fold-up fortune things you used to make in... Oh, oh, the yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, I can't think of the name. Put your it's, fingers in it. Yeah, it's it like just, oh, you you tell your fortune or whatever. It was like mash. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, it was. It was something. I forget what those are called. I can never fold them either. Oh God, no! You needed to have a girl. Yeah, I mean South Park was right. But like... <laughs> and it would just, like that's really a shame because like oh, what's gonna happen in my future? I don't I don't know. If I yeah. can't fold it, how am I supposed to know? I had no idea. And there was always another way to fold. Yeah. There's multiple <laughs> some fucking origami shit yeah, that I'm, I just never got. I'm supposed to be in a mansion right now and married to like uh, my teacher. I don't know. Uh, well, clearly it was folded wrong. <laughs> it was a weird time. Also, right now, well, in '98, uh, he was offering a thousand dollars to any person that could disprove his theory. Now, mind you. <laughs> All of the people that would disprove it, it's reviewed by him if they disprove it. So, is there really a thousand dollars on the line, or is just will he say no? Uh, I don't know, man. He'll probably just say no. Ooh, we got an address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does have an address here. Um, there's also uh, hyperlinks at the bottom, and you can see the start of like the uh, view counter. For the website, which right now we're at a uh, 222 views, picking up steam. Is that like a live view counter? No, it, it's live to the snapshot of oh, 98. Yeah. Uh, so oh, as archive. we go yeah, on, yeah. we can see that grow. Um, these two hyperlinks are both dead. Like they're all based on image, like more of those Xerox images, but the like images weren't stored, unfortunately. Who killed them? time is this oh what an adventure we're on (laughs) um it's there is uh he does add one of the hyperlinks that gets added early on is above god so he cornered him and now he's he's standing over him and he's standing over him and there are just amazingly offensive things god is ignorance 
educators are stupid. 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 I'm clearly a part of the educated stupid. And where'd you go to school? Catholic school, baby. God damn it. <laughs> when do children die? I don't know. There are just... no 30-year-old children living on Earth. <laughs> oh, my God. That's <laughs> He's so not right. wrong. He's not wrong. All right? So when do they die? They should be honored at death for their sacrifice and contribution to humanity. Yeah. When are adults born? There are no 10-year-old adults living on Earth. Also true. Spitting facts. Also true. So when are they born? Do adults evolve from the death sacrifice of children? Absolutely they do. One day, distorted adults dishonor children with a claim that a queer god made adults first. Yeah, okay. He's definitely using queer in the derogatory sense. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll also get into, like, in his, like, mind, like, four is this symbolic, like, sacred number. So in that, he... uh he believes there are only four main races as well. Which is <laughs> yeah. Dude was a shitbag. Like not good guy. Jeez. Not a good guy for sure. So let's get to know it. Yeah, let's, let's figure out who this get guy is. To know Dr. Gene Ray. Cubic. Cubic. <laughs> Dr. Gene Ray was born July second, nineteen twenty seven in Slapout, Alabama. No way. Then moved to out. a young age to Wetumpka, Alabama. I, I, I researched Wetumpka, Alabama just to see like where it was and like if there was anything like known about it. <laughs> the most notable things I could find about Wetumpka, Alabama is that there was uh, a meteor crater there that hit about 80 million years ago. And there is a full-sized replica of the Greek Temple of Hera. That's awesome and so So bizarre. So bizarre. In Alabama. I don't know why. I didn't do any more research. I was just like, that's strange. That's enough. And also, your first known thing is having a hole in the ground. Uh, But also, just want to say, so a meteor crash-landed there, right? 80 million years ago. Oh, that's weird that that's a time. But not a cube. It was a meteor, so it was probably round. But then there was a temple. Which was square or cube, cubic? Cubic. Rhombus? <laughs> Rhombus? <laughs> um, okay, let's go on. Dr. Gene Ray, born Otis Eugene Ray, was supposedly one of 14 kids who were all raised on their family's cotton plantation. Oh, know where this is going. Yep. (laughs) Uh, According to Dr. Ray, his family grew up quite poor and spent a lot of time with his siblings picking cotton in the family fields. Dr. Gene Ray spent most of his adult life in Florida, working as a master electrician and as an inventor. I believe um, he was actually like a master electrician at a nuclear facility. If I'm, if like, it's, it's so hard to kind of like, pick through there's very little like personal interviews with him where he's not discussing time cubes so it's like hard to piece together a lot of his actual life before he uh but i think i'm pretty sure one of the interviews he mentions that he was at a nuclear facility as a master electrician so like not an uneducated guy you know i mean he's a doctor (laughs) we'll get to that later um (laughs) oh so he was also an inventor he held multiple patents, which include uh, a chum dispensing attachment for fishing rigs, a bait bucket, and a marble game resembling golf. 
Dr. Jean Ray wasn't just an avid fan and promoter of the game of marbles. He was a president and treasurer for the World Professional Marbles, Marbles Players Association and authored a book on the game titled Mr. Marbles, Marbles for Everyone. <laughs> Though Dr. Jean Ray's large notoriety did not come from his many inventions or statues in the marbling world. Wait, he has statues in the marble? Status. Oh. Oh, and this also... It's one of my favorite things. Uh, so, like, he does have, like, a Wikipedia page. And, you know, when you're reading through a Wikipedia page, some things, they and have, like, citations. you can change anything at any time? No, yeah. no, no. They have, like, citations uh, to oh, yeah. references and And they stuff always like ask that. me for donations every time I go. Wikipedia, get it together, all right? You can buy a cheap, awesome website name. Like, I don't know, something about cool things that suck blood. It's cheap. Don't expose our vampire empire. <laughs> You, you said vampire empire. That's not it. We're throwing it off. We're throwing it off. Uh, but yeah, so you know, Wikipedia always has citations, the references below, um, and in it, when they're talking about Gene Ray, they're like, Gene Ray is an anti-Semitic, racist, racist, and homophobic person. And in parentheses, it says, "Citation not needed." <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best thing ever. It's like, nope. No, we know. I we don't need to cite anything. <laughs> this fucking racist guy. <laughs> All right. So now I'm going to take you through like basically a timeline of the rise of Time Cube because wow. it, it like slowly gets picked up by forums and stuff like that because people just meme the shit out of it. Like everybody's favorite thing was the educated stupid. <laughs> it's like if you disagree with me, well, you're just the educated stupid. <laughs> All right, so 1997 was when he first launched the website. 1998 is our first recorded uh, screenshot of it on the Wayback Machine. In 1999 is when it really, like, picks up in forums and stuff like that. And this is the time where Dr. Gene Ray starts responding on his website to, like, all the people that are just, like, making fun of it and trying to disprove it and stuff Ooh, like that. This is, like... The clapback. Yeah. This is where he starts attacking and getting aggressive. Classic. Um, And in all of the the responses and stuff like that, uh, a hyperlink is added. The hyperlink is, are you Jewish? Oh. And uh, I'm going to take you to that hyperlink right now. (laughs) Are you Jewish? I am not Jewish. Neither was my mother or father. Anyone saying that Jesus and his Jewish father had something to do with my birth is a damn evil liar. <laughs> so I think that above God page gave people the idea that like maybe he was Jewish. That's a hard no from him. That's a hard no. Jesus and his Jewish father had something to do with my birth. Wow. Damn evil liar. I think his mother was a whore. Well, wasn't a Jew. Maybe he didn't know who his father was, and that's why. No, he knew who his father was. <laughs> They, they don't he doesn't he's never talked about like them getting divorced he always refers to his parents yeah but maybe it was made up he just wanted to fit in conspiracy theory <laughs> <laughs> so now we enter the year 2000 uh 2000 uh on march 1st we get the record at like 290,000 people have now visited his site so it's like he's picking up traction Damn. On these time cube things, yeah, because um, internet was only around for like what three years at that point. 
Uh, nope, longer than that. Well, no, Windows ninety six. So, oh, four years. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the year two thousand, he he picks up real real traction. Uh, he gets asked on to a internet radio show. Uh, it was hosted on David a, Stern. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, it was hosted. It was an internet radio show, not a real radio show. Uh, it was hosted on a site called Iyada, uh, which Iyata. lasted two years. That's pretty good. Well, nowadays he was interviewed by uh, a radio host who is most known by his radio name Lionel, uh, but his real name is Michael William William LeBron. LeBron. Actually, uh, Different, different guy, different guy. Uh, so Lionel, he's actually LeBron James. LeBron James. Uh, uh, Lionel actually, he's still around today. Dude is a huge like right wing conspiracy theorist. He's like one of the leading promoters of QAnon right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so him and Alex Jones are like buddy buddy. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh definitely, they have to be. He actually had some legitimate radio shows like legitimate in the sense of like terrible right wing conspiracy theorist radio shows but like way more established than a iata website that lasted <laughs> two years <laughs> um unfortunately because that website went down in two years there are no more of those recordings like none of them were kept unfortunately so we can't listen to any of them and that takes us to 2001 the $1,000 reward to disprove time cube still there but like I said, he's still the sole reviewer of that proof, so you're you're it's uphill battle for you. That's really, true. how many entries do you think he got? Probably a lot. Well, see, no, a lot of people fucking just meme on him, and they like pools they, closed. <laughs> pretty much, no, they they start emailing him, and they're like, because he's always about like railing on educators and stuff like that, and he's like people would email him and be like i tried to promote timecube in my school and they expelled me for two weeks and shit like that it's like they're really just egging him on which is like kind of sad except for you're like oh wait no this guy's a terrible fucking racist (laughs) um so also in 2001 he he starts referring to himself as the greatest thinker and the wisest human so uh real humble kind of you know sane kind of (laughs) dude He also conducts another interview with Playboy. Yeah, yeah, Playboy. I'm just trying to think in my head, like 2000, 2001, what, what were, you know, the big media forums back yeah. then? Spike TV? Um, Is that around yet? I, I saw, for, for, you're talking about like who's memeing TimeCube and stuff like that? Oh, no, I was thinking about like who would get him on an interview. Oh, at that time. Yeah. Well, this interview, this interview that he did was conducted by Bruno Connolly. Um, it was just a phone interview, and it was for like a really small media outlet called it's, CNN. <laughs> it's mainly the the majority of the. We actually have a recording of this interview, and it's mainly just repeating all those same principles that are on the website. Like, there's really nothing new. But my favorite little bit is this last interaction before it gets cut off because it's not the full interview it, it the, for some reason the recording is just part of it so here's the here's the final bit so brian Connolly starts well gene thank you thank you very much for your time yeah i appreciate the opportunity to chat with you and get some answers to some questions and g raiden responds yeah well if you can't get any that's what i'm primarily 
What I'm pushing for is debate. I'm challenge and debate it. If they ever debate it, it will come out by they know what it's going to do. And so that's the reason they won't allow it to debate it. And so, yeah, anything you do, if I could ever force one media to print it, I mean, Lionel's show up on that Iyata, and it's on these web stations. I mean, he's got a big audience. Like I say, he likes it. And so, hey, let me ask you another question. Do you know your father was a fish? Brian Conley responds, my father was a fish? No, please explain. Gene Ray, well, it's a little microsperm fish. I mean, the sperm, it swims upstream just like the salmon do. You fertilize the female egg laid in the water. Brian Connolly, interesting. End of the recording. Oh my god. It, it's like ramblings. I mean, you can kind of already see it in that like first, just like in all of his writing. It's just like stream of consciousness kind of rambling. Oh yeah, no filter. Is there... <laughs> So, obviously, you're giving me these slap out of your mom, Alabama accent that I'm getting from this. Oh, oh, I'm going to play you some interviews. Oh, yeah, I want to hear. Oh. I'm so interested what this guy says. Oh, I'm going like. to play you some interviews. Dr. Gene Ray. I'm Dr. Gene Ray, and if you don't like me, then suck on my butt. But so, it, it, one, other than the crate, like, just pivot to, like, hey, your father was a fish. Um, the one thing that we t- can take from the end of that is, like, he he wants to get in schools and stuff like that and debate this with, like, educated people and stuff like that. And in 2001, in November, he gets what he wants. Uh, uh, on the TimeQ website, he posts a time uh, for a lecture at MIT. Wait, I'm sorry. So this is November 2001. November 2001. And the most important thing going on at this time in history that MIT stops everything for is (laughs) for Time Cube. Let me me be clear. Uh, This was not (laughs) this was not organized by MIT. This was organized by students who found him and brought him to MIT. So there was a billboard on the uh, like billboard. You know, there was announcement on the website that. In uh, January 30th, 2002, from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. in Lecture Hall 10 to 50, Time Cube. Uh, outsiders are banned from Time Cube lecture and debate as only MIT students will be allowed to attend the event. Will free speech be allowed? That, that, that was part of the announcement. <laughs> that was a question? <laughs> that was like the big prompt to hook them in? Will free speech be allowed? Yeah. Well, no, that's that's how that was on his website. That's how he hooked them that hooked them in. Oh my god. Um unfortunately, uh very the very little recorded evidence uh still exists. There's like one personal recording that's like really choppy and stuff like that, but there's some great great stuff. Like everybody's clearly just memeing on this guy you can see like the person recording pans across the crowd and people are holding up like cubist signs and stuff like that at gene ray's request so like he's at the front in this lecture he's at the front of the hall um there's like uh four other mit people there that are there to lead and ask him questions four just remember that i'm just right next to gene ray (laughs) 
at his request, at his request, is an empty chair with the name tag Your God on it. <laughs> that is something he requested. So <laughs> that's great. There's like, yeah. Uh, somebody, like, the most we can find out about this is somebody, like, took notes on it who was there the whole time and stuff like that. One of the best, uh, I think, interactions is when he's taking questions from the crowd and he's explaining his, there's only four major races and stuff like that. And somebody asks, well, where does like everybody else fit in? And he goes, in the time cube. <laughs> and, and then somebody goes, well, I'm biracial, where do I fit in? And he goes, by what? <laughs> so, you know, that's those are some of the highlights of this MIT lecture. He would then also go on to make hats that say Time Cube MIT 2002 on them. Oh, my God. It, like, he, he came out of this with, like, 100% is like, this. I, I proved it to him. Like, I did it. This is great. I've done it. MIT, baby. MIT. We got one of the races. Let's go get the other three. Uh, but yeah, every, everybody's like clapping and clearly just egging him on. And, and it's like, again, you you kind of want to feel sad for him, but eh, asshole. <laughs> I mean, he got hats. Yeah, well, he got, he got hats made. Then in 2002, in October, a interview was conducted by Kate Duffy at the Swarthmore College Online Student Newspaper. Um, we don't, it, it doesn't give you too much information, but it gives us, this is like the first, you find out a little bit more about like where he came from, like growing up in Alabama and the amount of like siblings he had and stuff like that. That's where you get in this. We also get one more bit of information is that he claims he, up to that point, has spent $250,000 on research of TimeCube. He's asked, how do you fund it? And he goes, credit cards. <laughs> it's like, that's so much fucking money. This guy's genius. And it's now so big much in, money. All right, buddy. Up the stakes. Yeah. Get away from that $1,000 prize here. If you got 250 riding oh, on oh, this. He ups it. He ups it. As you go on, he ups it to uh, $10,000. Oh, okay. That's. Yeah. Never paid out. Um, again, sole reviewer. <gasps> Wait. What? Let me do a little quick math here. Yep. $10,000. Yep. $250,000 spent. Uh -huh. What does that come to? $260,000. Nope. 10000 of 250000 Oh. 4%. It's 4 I, Dude, it's the truth. Oh, man. Um, and then in 2002, and this is really exciting for what I, I'm going to show you right now. In 2002, another interview is conducted. This was in, uh, conducted on a show called Unscrewed on a channel called Tech TV. Uh, nice. It's like a, it was like a satirical kind of like news show. So like it was very tongue in cheek and stuff like that. And I have the interview. And oh, please. I want to. Oh, there's yeah. a penguin. Well, that's their intermission screen. Oh, but yeah, so this will give you Dr. Gene Ray. In his full glory, oh, being I'm interviewed. So excited! So let's take a listen. And welcome back. Christopher Columbus said the Earth was round, not flat. People laughed. Well, Columbus had nothing on our next guest. He says there are four different simultaneous 24-hour days within a single rotation of Earth. It's called the time cube principle, and if you laugh at it, you're stupid, evil, and deserve to be spit on publicly. 
from Atlanta, here to explain the Time Cube, its discoverer and champion, and the self-proclaimed wisest man who ever lives, Gene Ray. Welcome to the show, Gene. Thank you, Martin. So, Gene, you say that I'm stupid because I believe that when the Earth rotates once, there is only one 24-hour day, but your Time Cube principle disputes this, no? Right. It has uh, four corners. Uh, when it shines at midday, it simultaneously creates a midnight. Where the two majors join, it creates the two minors of sun up and sun down. And each corner quadrant of Earth rotates to its own separate 24-hour days. Well, the Earth, the Earth is a sphere, though. It's not a cube. <laughs> it, it's composed of four quadrant corners. Each corner quadrant rotates in four different directions simultaneously toward midday, midnight, sun up and sundown. It rotates those directions simultaneously. Each one of them has its own separate day. Gene, how do you know this? What's your proof, scientifically speaking? Well, here's in the cube. You can see it. This is like one of his favorite uh, props to use. You'll see it in, in like lectures and stuff like that. It's, it's a globe in like a square acrylic box. It's like a paperweight, basically. But it, he uses it all the time to prove his theory. It's in the cube. It's in the cube. It's, it's in, in the, the cat cube. The cat got my tongue and cut off half of it. Notice, not a doctor yet. Not a doctor Ooh, yet. We'll also, just want to say, I know he might have been dead, but I know I know exactly who he voted for this year. This year? He, he died in 2015. I know. I'm saying I know he, he was dead, but I know exactly who yeah. he voted for. Yeah. He is Trump poster child back in fucking 2000. Three, whatever the fuck this was. Uh, oh yeah. I wonder if Trump would be into Time Cube. Oh. Four simultaneous days. It's erroneous math. Um, <laughs> let's go on. You can't deny that. Offering academic institution, any professor, ten thousand dollars to disprove it. They can't disprove it, so they ignore it and run and hide. You're offering ten thousand dollars to anyone who can dispute the Time Cube principle. Uh, institution or professor. Not me. If I if I beat you in a debate right now, you're not going to pay me ten thousand. One thousand. One thousand for me. That's all right. I got I got have my own model of the time cube right here. Where'd you get these things? Like a uh, magic mountain? Well, they're they're paperweights. You can buy them. They're just paperweights, but they represent the time cube. But the, the, this cube, this has this has six sides. The cube has six sides. You say there's four separate days. That doesn't make sense. How can you call a top and bottom a side? You call it the top of your bedroom uh -huh. and the bottom of your four sides? That's dumb. That, that makes a lot of sense. Now, everything, the solar system has a top and bottom, front and back and two sides. Earth has a top and bottom, front and back and two sides. The human has a top and bottom, front and back and two sides. Now, the human head has four corners, nose, two ears, and a back corner. But they don't have a one-corner face. It's only one-fourth of who they think they are, one corner. But they go around the four corners in a lifetime, the baby, the child, the parent, and the grandparent. Uh -huh. We don't recognize human metamorphosis. Gotcha. You know, I can't help notice that you're wearing a hat that says Time Cube from MIT 2002. Did you, are you a professor at MIT? Did you teach this at MIT? What's the story? No, I lectured up there last year. They, they uh, uh, it was a student thing. They had about 500 students from MIT, Harvard, and many other universities around there. And they treat me like Einstein now, but the school was not sponsored. I had $5 cash offered, and the professor would come down and explain the time cube and disprove it. But they run and hide. It, they cannot, academia cannot allow this to be known because it contradicts everything that they are teaching. Really? I mean, do you think that this should be taught in schools from kindergarten on up through the, the graduate departments? It, it's the only thing, principle, that will save humans from self-destruction, like East Island. They went and cut the trees down, ate the animals, the chickens, the rats, and 
then they started practicing cannibalism. Uh -huh. The U.S. is on the same path. It's just a larger island. So if we don't start believing in the time cube principle, we're going to resort to cannibalism? That's right, because this is perpetual. Uh -huh. the, the Einstein said time is linear. Actually, that's not true. It's, it's cubic. If you stand at the point midday, that same point is somebody else's sundown, somebody else's midnight, and somebody else's sunup. Yeah, I, I get this. I like it's very clear to me. But what what do you feel about people who who say that you're nuts, that don't believe in the time cube principle? Well, they, like I say, they're stupid. And uh -huh. they, in fact, that's evil. Being stupid about it is evil. So, so you think the majority of, of humanity is stupid? Uh, they're educated, stupid. That's what they're taught. The self is the lowest form of humanity. It cannot procreate alone. And the family is a creation body, but not the true body because it doesn't merit. It's the village that's the true body because it has multi-families with a near equal number of both sexes of all ages. But we destroyed all villages. We have communities that are really uh, of strangers and who have no allegiance obligation to anything or anybody. Hey, Ray, how, how, Gene, how do you feel about being an Internet celebrity? I mean, you're, you're huge on the web. Well, the, uh, it's not a position I wanted. It's something I had to do. Yeah. And, and, and nobody, like, I'm not a writer or a speaker, but no writer or speaker understands the uh, time cube. All right. Hey, Gene, thanks so much, and good luck with your quest to convince humanity of the time cube principle. Thank you. How amazing is that? Uh... Did it help you understand more what this theory is? Oh, I get theory. Yeah. It's a paperweight. Well, it's time cube. I think I could say There's four simultaneous days and four simultaneous people. You got a four simultaneous a person is a four simultaneous person. You got the you got the the baby, the child, the parent, and the grandparent. And you got Bobby Boucher. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's crazy how just constantly stream of consciousness that is just like going on and on and on and repeating yourself and just like no basis <laughs> no basis of yeah, any a, proof yeah, it's a paperweight <laughs> it's right here i got I a nose and two ears and a back i, I don't know what to the, the interview is like well, where can i find it he goes well it's a paperweight <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so that takes us to 2003 and what happens in 2003 gene ray gets his doctorate what where do you think Gene Ray picked up his doctorate at Santa Monica Community College, baby. Uh, nope, he gave it to himself. Uh. Um, <laughs> as he states on his site in February 9th, 2003, I bestow upon myself the doctorate of cubism. For educators are ignorant of nature's harmonic time cube principle and cannot bestow the prestigious honor of wisdom, wisdom upon the wisest human ever. Doctor. Gene Ray, uh, so not really a doctor, because <laughs> uh. he just kind of he's like he's like Michael Scott, like I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> it's just like that's all you have to do. <laughs> I declare myself a doctor. <laughs> so he's not really a doctor. No, not at all. <laughs> also, his doctorate is in cubism. <laughs> so he's like a dermatologist or something, right? Fucking boom, <laughs> roasted, roast you skin lickers. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Now, we won't read through all of it because it's a fucking lot, but now you can get a, an idea of him responding to everyone. Just color-coordinating every paragraph. It's not even color-coordinated. You are a slave. Whoa. Don't just scroll past that one. <laughs> Two academic-induced, incalculated belief. Uh, that's an not... Insidious... That's in, inculculated. <laughs> it's not. It's inculcated. <laughs> but, like... It goes on for so 
Ooh, wait, so go up. Long. We get some emails. Oh, there's always an email. But they're oh, those are other people's emails. Yep, those are other people's emails. Rat at MIT. At MIT. Yeah, but like it just goes on, and like these are all responses to people and to like what he reads online and stuff like that. And the way he like the way that he does this is he just keeps posting on top and on top and on top. It's all one page. So all of the like actual information of TimeCube is at the fucking bottom of the website. And it's all just like these WWE style like disses <laughs> to educators and religious people and everyone. And it just fucking goes on forever. So this is almost I'm um... It's like he just missed out on Twitter. Like Twitter would have been perfect for him. Oh, oh, he gets a Twitter. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, he gets a Twitter. Oh, I'm so pissed he died. He would have killed on TikTok. <laughs> he was like 80 when he died. He's like 87. I think. You don't think grandparents are on TikTok? Uh, I don't I, know. I saw I, an, I'm, not, I'm not on TikTok. I saw so an I old lady know. kissing a uh, dog the other day. And I took a video of it. I was just outside. Super weird. TikTok. Uh, so then, moving on. 2004, nothing like around Jean Ray of importance. Dr. Really Jean Ray now. Yeah, sorry, doc, Dr. Jean Ray. But there is a website launched called Cubic Awareness Online that is not his. And we'll get back to that later. Oh. Then in 2005, in April, Dr. Jean Ray has his second lecture at Georgia Tech. This lecture was actually recorded, and a DVD was released. For how much? It, it's up on YouTube for free right now. So it was, like, you couldn't find it on the internet for a very, very, very long time. But I guess one of the creators of it, it this got more popular again, like TimeCube, and he just posted it online. We're not going to watch the whole thing, but I actually have a trailer for the DVD that we can watch. And it has one of the best student questions in it. There's a trailer? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So um, let's uh, let's take a little look at the trailer for TimeCube, the mother of all lectures at Georgia Tech. We always, always teach a singularity. That's death. Singularity is death. Do you think that a cannibalistic state is a bad thing? Life is a crapshoot. That's what it's all based about. All our math and science are screwed up. It doesn't make any sense. This is simple math. But people are afraid to acknowledge that. No, time cube is, in fact, a theory of everything. I believe we've come to that conclusion. I would like to know how to apply it in order to get a date. But you're not a singular, because you have a full corner head and one corner face. It, it seems like just about everything works with the uh, with, with the cube. I've watched through the whole lecture actually, and it, it's like it's all just like the, the same. same things. Here's my paperweight. I, I can show you it yeah, again. Exactly. Exactly. Get a date? I don't know. You date this paperweight. So that was in 2005 when that lecture took place. The next interesting thing in 2005 is in March on a site called Graveyard of the Gods, which is like a forum discussion board for like atheists and free thinkers and stuff like that. And just kind of like an open space to talk about different spirituality and stuff like that. A user by the name Cubehead joins and starts posting about 
Gene Ray's, sorry, Dr. Gene Ray's time cube theories. So now we're going to take a little pause from Gene Ray and go into who Cubehead is. Cubehead! Cubehead! I got a nose, two ears, and a back. Well, that's who Cubehead is. It seems that Dr. Gene Ray gained his first genuine supporter of his cubist theories. Cubehead would go on to post incessantly about Dr. Gene Ray's time cube ideas on the forums. So much, in fact, that the website would create a section dedicated solely to cubism. Then, on January 6th, Cubehead would launch the site Cubic Awareness Online, a fan site to compile proof and host a forum for other supporters of Dr. Gene Ray's cubic ideas. Though this was actually Cubehead's second fan page for cubic awareness, having launched the first one in 2004. Told you we'd come back to it. What? There is no archive of that first website, unfortunately. Damn you, Cubehead. I know, it's, it's unfortunate. On this second cubic awareness site, Cubehead presents Dr. Gene Ray's ideas, hosts links to interviews uh, Ray had done, as well as put forward some of his own interpretations and ideas based around the cubic theories. Ooh, an apostle. One link claiming time cube proof is a 64-case list of axiomatic, epistemological, and scientific proof that Cubehead had compiled. The case study on cubic AO follows the same rambling tone as Dr. Gene Ray's site, almost as if they are both trying to filibuster you into believing them. Each case referencing back to one or multiple cases, plunging you into a fake, incoherent, scientific explanation. So I, I like, genuinely, genuinely sat down and tried to go through this case study that he brought to, like, try and understand where he's coming from. And it's, like, so fucking confusing. So it's, like, it starts off the first case is, all right, you have a point. Great. Then in case two, okay, you have two points, referencing back to case one. All right, case three, you connect the two points, creating a line, reference back to case two and case one. Then you have two lines intersecting, and it just like keeps going and going and going for 64 cases. And I like drew it out, and I was like, I have no fucking idea. Like, I have no idea what, what he was like actually trying to prove. Just color by number. Dude, seriously. Then on September 4th, 2006, Cubehead would upload his first video titled cubic ao intro to the youtube account period pyramid ors pyramid ors pyramid ors is it like or uh, like with a z it's like pyramid zero rz oh pyramid ors um so like when all this stuff first kind of came out a lot of people wrote him off as like another person just like memeing on gene ray because as we'll see, I'm going to play you his intro video. You'll see it's like his speech patterns, the way he films it. It seems like a joke. So let's watch the intro to uh, to his YouTube site and to his Cubic Awareness Online site. Cubic Awareness. That still just sounds like a, a cause for like a disease. Well, it is. Insanity. <laughs> uh. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, my elite hacksaws? 
since the dawn of civilization in the fertile valleys of Mesopotamia, Iraq, since the first hominid beings migrated out of Africa and into the Asian supercontinent, they have wanted answers about the truth of the universe. They want to know if God exists. The answer, no. They want to know what the real truth is. The answer, Time Cube. Yes, Time Cube was discovered by Dr. Gene Ray, who is consequently the greatest thinker and wisest human whom humanity has ever known. His website, timecube.com, has served to dispel the evil lies of religious institutions and the evil lies of academic institutions. From timecube.com, the word has spread, resulting in the creation of Cubic Awareness Online, an unofficial site with explanations of this truth cube principle. From January 20th, 2006, Cubic AO is in its second version. Cubic knowledge is distributed amongst its many different articles. We got Time Cube Theory! We got Time Cube in Nature! We got Time Cube in Humanity! And for the first time, Cubic AO features a full sequential proof. One that makes it even clearer that Time Cube is the absolute, ultimate, proven truth of the universe. So, there are four simultaneous days within a single rotation of Earth. Time is cubic, not linear. And you must seek Time Cube. So, that's Cubehead, and that's his YouTube intro. But, like, it's fucking crazy. Because, yes, it seems like a joke, but I've got to give him credit the like editing and formatting of that video i feel for youtube is like very similar to how youtube videos are structured today and he was doing this in 2006 like he was finger on the pulse right there a little skewed on like what he was backing but i don't know i mean this is the only thing i'm thinking now is in today's age and like day and age mm -hmm. how ridiculous this looks the videos everything like yeah, the video yeah, yeah. has like Less than 5,000 views. But we got to put ourselves in 2006, right? Yeah, but also, I'm thinking back to like 2,000 years ago, a little guy named Jesus, he started spouting a bunch of weird shit and everyone was just like, all right, guy, you fucking weirdo. Yeah, whatever you yeah, say. Nobody liked his YouTube videos. And then let's just say you hear about Jesus until he was 13 and then he magically pops back up when he's 30. That's like 17 years. Yeah. When, when did this shit kind of start popping off like 2003 yeah uh, i would say like 1999 2000 is when traction of the time cube website really picked up then i mean it's a little around 17 years that now people are like wait a second maybe this crazy guy we were dismissing is maybe there's something to it no definitely not i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna part i'm just put a hard no on that one that's just saying <laughs> none of this None of his theories make sense. You and Jesus, a lot in common. There's uh, one video that got a lot of traction on his website that he got a lot of heat for. Like a day or two after Steve Irwin died, he made a video. Oh no, Steve Irwin died. And then halfway through the video, it turns into him promoting Time Cube again. And people did not like that. I'm going to go and say it. People did not like that. Oh, I want to see it. That's all I was thinking, honestly, when when you showed me him. First, I was thinking... He's Australian. <laughs> uh, he, sa he looks and sounds like famous uh, Pokemon content creator. 
that's from Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was just like, oh, he's in like he's just walking around like the marshes and stuff, of Australia. Oh yeah, it's like David Guetta memorial first of all like you know it's not going to be a really tasteful video because the title of it is death of steve Irwin." he died (laughs) so he got into a little bit of a hot water with uh with that one four is the supreme number (laughs) all right let's move on to where where this website went and where what he was up to an update to Cubic AO's site on February 22nd, 2007, shows us that Cubeheb and Dr. Gene Ray were, in fact, in contact. Later in August of the same year, TimeCube.com received another update and possible acknowledgement of Cubehead's site. Unfortunately, it was certainly not the acknowledgement Cubehead was seeking. The top of TimeCube now read, the only official site for Gene Ray, TimeCube. So beware of associates. No one has my wisdom. Cubehead would respond to this by adding a disclaimer to the top of Cubic AO that states, Disclaimer, this Cubic AO website doesn't claim to offer any Cubic prophecies. This Cubic AO site is a secondary, unofficial site that is subordinate to TimeCube.com. This Cubic AO site is not intended to be glorified above TimeCube.com. Scientists don't know what gravity is. They don't know what physics is. We must attack the scientists, academia, and religion, or face cannibalism like Easter Island. Cubic AO is not intended to be more powerful than Dr. Gene Ray's TimeCube site, and indeed, Cubic AO is separate from Dr. Gene Ray's time cube site. I can't. This Cubic AO site is not intended to contain excessive amounts of artwork. (laughs) I literally have no idea what that last bit meant. It it fucking cracks me up every time. So he gets acknowledged that, like, like he's in it. Like, he truly believes in this theory but like you know dr gene ray is like this narcissistic fucking egomaniac so there's like i am the wisest human being and he just like a subservient type of yes no this is not you are the wisest a subordinate site to timecube.com steve Irwin, your wife doesn't even know about this but Time cube. Time cube. I hate artwork. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what the artwork thing is. (laughs) Despite this added disclaimer and possible rifts between the two, if one were to scroll down the site, they would be met with a bold claim by Cubic AO's webmaster, Cubehead. The claim that he was the second wisest human on the cubic earth, with an accompanying quote from Dr. Gene Ray bestowing this title to him. What? We would also get another sliver of information, a name, Richard Jenzarski. Jenzarski. Then, on November 22nd, 2007, Cubehead would post a new video to his YouTube account. Episode 1 of a series titled Dr. Gene Ray Time Cube Experience. The series would be posted across the following two months, consisting of 18 episodes running around eight to ten minutes each 
in total giving us over two and a half hours of insight into Dr. Gene Ray's theories, as well as who he was personally. This is crazy. This guy, Cubehead, Richard Janerski, I can't pronounce his name. Janerski. Flew from Australia to Alabama and spent days with Dr. Gene Ray. I think what we have, like what was posted, is technically only covering like two days of his trip. I I think it was only a few days that he was here. But this is like hours and hours of interview. And we find out so much. And I wrote up a a little summary, so I'll take you through the whole series and what we get from it. The Dr. Gene Ray Time Cube Experience. Oh, yeah. The first episode, titled Arrival and Meeting, we learn that Cubehead is, in fact, Richard Jancharski, a 20-year-old Australian student. More personal information is also revealed about Dr. Gene Ray himself. We learn that he, he was almost 80 years old at the time, that he had 14 siblings, that he was raised on a con plantation, as well as the fact that he has two daughters, each with a kid. The final bit of information transitions the two into talking about the cubic human or cubic head aspect of John, of Dr. Gene Ray's theories. So basically, there's four periods of life. There's the baby, the child, the parent, and the grandparent. And, you know, your parents each have four grandparents, and their parents have 16 parents, but 16 uh, makes the number four inferior, so you just consider them in pairs of four. It's 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 unreal. Oh, wow. It makes no fucking sense. In episode two, Doctor Gene Ray takes Richard through his home, showing him various pieces of research, books he reads, original copies of the graphs found on the original TimeCube site, nice, uh, as well as T-shirts and flyers Gene has made. MIT. <laughs> As the TV blares in the background, we get a brief interaction between Jean and his granddaughter. After a short conversation and her departure, Jean and Richard then head out to the backyard where we meet Rocky, Jean's dog, and the episode ends. So yeah, his like Richard is just like recording everything they do. And his granddaughter like shows up and she's like, just want to make sure you're okay, that you're doing good, and then heads out. It's like so like you're like, oh, yeah you feel so, so bad, bad for him this is like doing your crazy stuff again huh you and got a 20 year old australian boy with you kind of weird <laughs> kind of weird yeah that would be a little weird to how old is the the granddaughter uh she looks like she's in probably her 30s i would oh. say yeah. oh yeah well he's like 80 oh. yeah yeah it it's adds up time um also his dog is so overweight it like there's multiple multiple cuts of the dog like just trying to get up the stairs to the porch in the backyard (laughs) episode three picks up in the backyard where we enter a shed that is filled with boxes stacked head high gene refers to them as his research and papers He also goes on to explain that a large majority of these boxes are filled with emails he had printed out. Gene sits down on a chair in the shed and claims that he has to still go through most of these papers, then also claims that this research will be greater than Galileo's research. Wow. My man printed out all of the emails he had. The shed is like, it's literally like stacked to the ceiling with just like those big cardboard boxes. It's fucking insane. Ceiling, or you mean the top side? 
that well yeah it's sure you wouldn't describe it as a side it's the it's the head height and the floor height and the four side and it come around and it's cubic and these emails didn't answer boy <laughs> uh, the two briefly discuss some of the ideas related to time cube then pivot to an issue ray was having with a man from nashville who was trying to make a documentary on him Ooh, um netflix yeah. nope never came to fruition uh <laughs> red box episode four Episode 4 to 11 consists of a single interview between Richard and Dr. Gene Ray, an interview that lasts over an hour. During this hour, Richard questions Gene about the many various aspects of TimeCube, his various issues with others, and the negative responses to TimeCube. Answers from Dream mirror the writing style of TimeCube website, long, repetitive, and largely incomprehensible. Over the nearly 50 questions posted by Richard, little to nothing is added that is not already laid out on the TimeCube website. What we do get from the interview is a small bit of grim foreshadowing towards the relationship between Richard and Gene. So this is th these porch thumbnails. That's this whole interview. It's really uncomfortable because the entire time, like... Gene Ray is like slowly, slowly sinking into the chair. His hat is becoming askewed. He's like, there are literal points in this interview where he actually falls asleep and then comes back awake as like, like what Richard is doing is just like posing questions to get more explanation of time cube and more and more of these questions that Dr. Gene Ray answers. He gets like really combative with Richard like you should fucking know this kind of stuff like I instead of like seeing it as like oh I'm promoting my information and stuff like that he's like you know well, if you're cubic you don't have to answer questions because you just know because you are already wiser than everyone so it's like it gets really really uncomfortable oh, <laughs> another point in there is a lot of his texts and stuff like that where it's like oh you know you're educated stupid you know you've got retarded thoughts and stuff like that um there are some points in there where he gets like really aggressive and violent or like we need to take out the educated stupid and stuff like that so it starts getting like okay calm down buddy oh yeah yeah he's uh that world war ii vibe oh yeah oh definitely Nearing the end of the interview, Dr. Gene Ray's demeanor changes to a slightly more aggressive and paranoid mindset. Ray starts repeatedly questioning what Richard's true intentions are with this interview, Trip, and his recordings. He starts discrediting Richard's site, claiming he doesn't like any TimeCube sites that he does not have control over, saying that he is the only one that can promote the true information of TimeCube. Ray keeps referencing how the man from Nashville who had recently interviewed him did not represent him correctly. And again, what were Richard's true intentions? He also goes on to state that Richard did not possess cubic knowledge because cubics do not need to ask questions. They simply think and know the truth. Episode 11 finishes the porch interview and takes us back into Gene's house. Gene takes Richard through more of his research and restates the importance of getting all this into a book. So he's trying to like, you know, uh, make Time Cube into a book. He probably knows he's he's on his way out trying to Oh yeah, yeah, got to impose the knowledge on the people. Yeah. We also receive a greater understanding of the bizarre formatting of timecube.com. Gene explains that he uses large print, much like a billboard, 
and that small print is often ignored, hence why they use small print in contracts. So, like, he viewed all of his posts as a billboard, like as an advertisement, basically. In episode 12, we meet another relative of Gene. They, like, stop on the road. Uh, his son-in-law. At the Waffle House. Not at the Waffle House. Bojangles. Richard also ends up having lunch with Gene and some of his friends. But as Gene explains, they are all religious and of singular thinking mindsets. There's no footage of them actually eating with the... It's like they go to the restaurant and then it's uh, it picks up in the car after. Um, the restaurant. Yeah. And the, no, they air quotes, restaurant. They restaurant, restaurant into the cafeteria at the elderly home. Episode 14, we visit Ray's houseboat on Lake Lanier, which Wait. he is preparing for sale. A boat he has named Wisdom... <laughs> Referring to the awakening of his wisdom through cubic thought. Yeah, dude's got a houseboat. Uh, on what lake? Lake Lanier. Lake Lanier? No, Lanier. Oh, I was like, if it's I Lake know. Lanier, that'd be amazing. No wonder he wants to sell it, because lakes aren't linear, they're cubic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Episode 16. Richard is shown the book Gene wrote on marbles, which is like... Dude, I searched so long to try and buy a copy of this Marbles book. Like, I can't find it anywhere. I can't even find, like, a PDF version or some Xerox version. But he has it at his house. I want to play that game. Marbles? Yeah. Well, no. Not just, wasn't there a golf game he invented? Oh, yeah. The, the Marbles game that resembles golf, which I assume is just... You flick it? You flick it. <laughs> nice. He talks about the various marble tournaments he put on producing many articles about them, but mainly the ones that featured him. This is like, it's really, really telling how his kind of mind works. Like, it, it shows his true, true, like, narcissism. Like, he keeps everything, but everything that's, like, related to him. He keeps showing Richie, just like, look at this article right up on the tournament I hosted. Look at this book that I wrote. Look at this review of the book I wrote. It's like, all this stuff, like... Everything in his, like, time cube theory is all, like, deeply, deeply personal. Like, there's no proof. He proves things through, like, personal experience. Like, when he tries to explain people how things are cubic, like, his go-to example is, like, well, think of yourself in a room. If you're standing in the corner, then there's three other corners, so there's four corners, so time cube is cubic. Like, it makes no fucking sense, but it's, like, his personal relation. It, it, it's very, very interesting, like, how his brain works. The world doesn't revolve. How, what do cubes do? No, it revolves. Do cubically. cubes revolve? It revolves cubically. I just imagine it's very slow, like, it hits each side, and then it rolls over, it hits the other side. Uh, he also fucking surprise, surprise. He goes on to explain how, like when he has the book, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the game of marbles proves time cube as well. (laughs) I, I, I can't, I can't explain it. I don't know if he had a set of marbles and they're all little paperweights and he's trying to throw them. (laughs) They just land because they're all cubes. The final episode, the 18th episode, uh, shows Gene Ray, sorry, Dr. Gene Ray, uh, conducting a phone interview with Lionel, 
who is now on Air America Radio. So we get like the first hint of how Lionel treats Dr. Jean Ray, which is just like, he's all in. He's like Cuphead. He's like Richard. He's all in. He's like promoting these ideas and stuff like that. Big QAnon supporter. Just gonna just gonna put that out there again. Big QAnon supporter. More like Cubanon. <laughs> nice. I got one. You got one in. Yeah. We'll put that on the t-shirt. Woo. MIT 2002. MIT Cubanon. Well, now we are getting into the final like days and fallout and like really fucking the dark ending to these two. This would be the last bit of content Richard would post towards the promotion of TimeCube, both on his YouTube and Cubic AO. The information from the first episode that Gene's birthday was only a few days away places Richard's trip in July. We already know that in August of the same year, Gene had updated his site claiming it is it as the only official TimeCube site. A reasonable leap, reasonable leap can be made that this was in reference to Richard's own site. This assumption would be cemented through an update Gene makes in September stating cubic.tk, cubicao's um, website, trashes my site with my data and his erroneous prophecy crap. I denounce cubicao.tk as harmful to TimeCube. And copyright infringement <laughs> it must have been all that artwork <laughs> in february 2008 a month after the final dr gene ray timecube experience episode was posted a new user would make a post in the cubic section on the website graveyard of the gods where you know he got his start in his post he informed everyone that on february 12th richard had taken his own life Richard's teacher, Hans, who was the poster, explains that after doing an internet search on Richard, he found the posts on this site. Users were skeptical and started reaching out to Facebook friends of Richard's. One of those friends ended up posting in the forum as well, stating that Richard's suicide was confirmed. The friend also went on to reveal that everyone had really lost contact with him uh, for many years. And while they were sad for him, they were not very surprised that he took his own life, stating that he had been dealing with depression, losing focus of his goals, and other disturbing elements in his life that were more serious than TimeCube. TimeCube would eventually remove any reference from Cubic AO, though it was very doubtful that Gene had any knowledge of Richard's passing. After this, the attention for TimeCube begins to decline rapidly. Ray's posts become increasingly more violent, scattered, and somehow even more incoherent. Then he started asking for donations on TimeCube. The credit cards clearly fucking ran out. Uh, in 2009, Jeed would start a Twitter account for himself. It would be active for six months and mainly act as a place for Ray to spew more racist, homophobic, and anti-Semitic thoughts. Gene Ray would make his last update on TimeCube website in 2012. Then in 2015, Dr. Gene Ray would pass away at the age of 87. A year later, the license to TimeCube would finally run out. You can still go to TimeCube.com. It's pretty much exactly as it was left from the last time, except the owner of it now 
has gone through and changed, um, like, removed all of the homophobic and, like, racist shit. So, like, kept all the theories but replaced it with, like, goofy, uh, like, you know, removing the word retard and stuff like that. Just, like, making it more P- PC but still holding the, like, infamy of what TimeCube was. So, yeah, uh, that's the story of TimeCube. Well... Didn't see that one coming. No. It got a little dark at the end. It's like, so, I mean, clearly there was a lot more shit going on in Richard's life. But he also, like, they talk about how he was, like, he himself was also getting into, like, a lot of, like, fascist idealism and stuff like that. So it wasn't great. But, man, if you, like, watching the interviews with him and Gene Ray, it's just, like, obviously... Gene Ray didn't mean it, but man, he is like a fucking delicate mind that you're just like, though you're, you're one true fucking supporter and you're just like trashing him basically. It could not have fucking helped. At oh all. yeah. Definitely it's a fucking factor. crazy. I, I am so man, you look at like the conspiracies that are like widely, attached to today i mean like just fucking flat earth i i am so interested if time cube was introduced closer to now especially during the pandemic and stuff like that like if there was more of a like a a more true following could have risen from it people believe that the earth is flat so why wouldn't the earth be a flat cube (laughs) well i get it you ever seen a place map before? <laughs> yeah, dude, seriously, like that's the shit he fucking like comes up with for explanations. He he has this whole uh, uh theory on math and he was like, "Well, no, math shouldn't be 100, it should be 96 because that goes into 4 evenly." But it's like 100 in relation to what? <laughs> like it, it, it my favorite thing is he calls everything. Hey, oh, you can't do that. It's erroneous math. It's erroneous math. <laughs> it's just like what the fuck is going on? Oh, so, man. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think of Time Cube? That was a little crazy. Well, I'm thinking now that's a, a much more complicated story than I thought. Yeah. I think it'd make a very interesting movie or like mini doc. I, I think there's something there. On Richard, right? Is that what was his name? Yeah, Richard. Right. I think it would be interesting from his perspective. Yeah. That is crazy yeah i was trying to because like he was like you know very very antisocial and stuff like that but like he was a very educated person he was like pretty proficient in coding and stuff like that like he knew he, he was very intelligent so i was really trying to go through his website like as true explanations because he clearly he's not using the personal experience type thing you know he's like trying to provide true proof but I just can't make sense of it. It like hurts my fucking brain. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, you kind of get that a guy, especially the first time, Doctor Gene Ray. Doctor, it's like Colonel Sanders Cubic. got punched in the mouth. Yeah, and he can't talk, dude. It, but it's like I I'm so I so want to know like when he started thinking of this, because clearly he went through like years and years and years. Of just like 
I'm an electrician. I've invented some things. Uh, I'm doing my marble thing. And I know exactly what happened. This isn't a mystery to me at all. Okay. It's whatever guy he was working for at the nuclear site, whatever. (laughs) The fucking idiot who gave him a present. It's the paperweight. He gave him a fucking paperweight. (laughs) And that just clicked. He goes, oh, God. Time is a cube. Cube. Everything's a cube. And they got, uh, I just, I, I, someone gave me this paperweight. I thought you could use it. You, you fixed my light bulb. For, for all your papers, your all your electric papers. <laughs> it's a paperweight. It, it's so small. It doesn't even look like a good paperweight. Yeah, no, it, it's, I don't know. It's fucking bizarre just the way it reads. I'll show you. I think I have the last form of the 2012. Yeah. So this is it. I mean, it just goes on for fucking oh and everything is now days it's so very big we're uh, going font, bigger, bigger as in font. i can't tell if that's um we're not zoomed it's in. it's that important to him or he's just that old he probably can't read it <laughs> that is very very true dude I, I like i've read through the entire final version just because like trying to wrap my head around what the like core kind of beliefs of his theory are and it's just like it's all just dissing people and shit like that. Like, there's no, there's never any explanation, you know? No. It, it's fucking bizarre. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I think it's just such a, like, interesting kind of rise and fall of a of a conspiracy theory. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. I'm still, like, I think it would make a very interesting kind of view of Richard. I'm just, I'm attached to him now because it's crazy that he's... He was that young. Yeah, he was 20. And that that bright to kind of get into it. And you're saying with, obviously, his coding. And mm-hmm. um, he was at school since he had his, his teacher. But, like, that troubled but resourceful to travel all the way oh, yeah. to the U.S. And, like, explore yeah. this. Like, track track down Gene no, Ray. Like, it, it's that's crazy. Like, like, I mean, you watch the videos and you're like, oh, this guy's got to be, like, just making fun of Gene Ray. But then he flew from Australia to interview him. And there's like, there's no, it's just the way he talks. It's, you know, it's just his like speech patterns that make it seem like a joke. But he was invested. I mean, like he believed this idea. And the one true teacher just fucking shits on him. Realizing your hero is a fucking asshole. Yeah. Don't meet your heroes. Is that the moral of this podcast? Don't meet your heroes. Don't meet your heroes because they're narcissistic, racist assholes. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of Weird Wide Web. We hope you guys enjoyed as much as we enjoyed making it and bear with us as we iron out all the kinks in the future episodes. If you have a strange or bizarre corner of the web or a weird rabbit hole that you want us to dive down, please email us at weirdwidewebpod at gmail.com or find that in the description below. And again, thank you so much for listening.